0: Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Hello, ladies. I love being back with you every week. And today, I have sitting beside me another Nancy. So today, Mm -hmm. our podcast is Nancy and Nancy. (laughs) How do you like that? (laughs) Well, Nancy, it's just so great to have you here. Um, My husband and I have been in the States now uh, for about 30 years, and we came originally from New Zealand. We were 10 years in Australia, and then we came here to this wonderful country of US and A. And uh, I met Nancy pretty well, not long after we came. (laughs) So we've known each other a long time. And uh, Nancy is a wonderful wife and mother. And I'm so thrilled to introduce her to you today. So, Nancy, I'd like you to introduce yourself and just tell us about your family. So they will feel as though they know you a little more.
1: Okay. Well... Um, I, first of all, I, I just told Nancy a second ago that I remember when she turned 60 and now I'm about to turn 62 and wow. Nancy said she's about to turn 80. So <laughs> next
0: month <laughs> she was
1: like my mom, my extra mom, I guess, and so influential and in we have eight children and just so influential in, in so many ways um, and to help get me through that very hard journey. I'm still on it, but it's a, so our oldest is 34.
0: Wow. And um, I can remember coming to your home. Oh yeah. uh, In Franklin, having a meal with you and all the children. Meadow was a baby. She came with Mm y'all. Yes. Yep. And, uh, you know, they were all so young then.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. So um, he's married and in the military and just awesome, flies helicopters. Mm -hmm. He's just awesome. They were Mm -hmm. all homeschooled. And God taught them because I don't think I ever did a very good job. (laughs) It was it was big. The first few, you know, I had all the big plans and then and little by little it's just like I am not superwoman here. But he did and they've all followed their bents and all just turned out so cool.
0: Just stop for a minute because I love that phrase. Yeah. They have followed their They're bent. Bait. That is so mm-hmm. powerful, Nancy. And you know, it is true. Yes, we be we are faithful to just teach them, you know, godly principles and God's ways and everything we can. But ultimately. God has put within them that bent, Mm. where they're meant to go. And I think that's the most wonderful thing of all when our children are following their bent. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes children are pushed into things by their parents because Mm. that's the way they want them to Mm -hmm, go. mm -hmm. It may not be their bent. Mm -mm. And I think when children find their bent, that's their God-given drive. That's the most wonderful thing. And I believe... If that happens, we've succeeded you know we Oh have.
1: I do too yes. if they and really and truly as I tell younger mommies now who come ask me mm-hmm. how do I do this homeschool thing with a ton of kids I'm like you can't <laughs> but if they will learn their four operations yes. of math, yes. be good at reading, yes. you read aloud to them even yes. when they know how to read already yes. I mean my kids are all grown up and if I'm reading a Your book children. my children, I'm, oh I'm not supposed <laughs> to say kids I'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, my lambs, yes. um, my, my grown up lamp, rams and ewes now yes. but um anyway um they will still stop you know and listen yes. they love to be read too
0: yes and um, if they if they get a love for reading they can learn yep. anything they want then in life. they
1: know reading is fun or learning yes. is
0: fun they yes. know
1: how when they've got something that they're interested in they mm. they know how to pursue and figure it out yeah so like my oldest he took he was 10 and a half before he could read and I thought oh my goodness I'm a failure I've gone through six phonics programs and then we were in this little <laughs> homeschool co-op with these this lady had two boys and they were writing book reports in cursive and here was my <laughs> 10 and a half year old who couldn't even read but he was busy taking things apart yes. and inventing things yes. and playing with helicopters and guess what yes. he's a mechanical engineer who flies helicopters yes. so it, it, <laughs> it all worked isn't out
0: that amazing? and actually
1: it was getting popular in mechanics magazine yes. that he was like I want to learn to to read this and that finally you know helped yes. him over that this hunt. is
0: right see that was mm-hmm. his bed that's where his yep. where his interest was i have a dear friend in new zealand and she has a similar testimony she thought oh goodness this child is dumb he yeah just, yeah he just <laughs> couldn't seem to learn to read he there was something wrong with his brain and about 12 years of age he was mm-hmm. still not reading and she said one day He just sat down and started reading medical journals. Oh, wow. You know. (laughs) That's (laughs) cool. Then he will just do it when they're ready at their time. Yes,
1: (laughs) that's so true. And, and. Um, I've read this book um, that Debbie Pearl wrote about um, the brain development. Oh, Mm. gosh, I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, she's talking about if you will just get them outside and read to them and do intellectual conversations around the dinner table, all this stuff firing all these different Mm. neurons. And it's so much better than just like... It is. Now, that's
0: another thing you said, those intellectual discussions. Yeah. You see they, I believe they uh, just begin to sort of give incentive and develop brain power more than just sitting at a lesson. Intellectual discussions are the... And spiritual and biblical mm-hmm, discussions, too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are the most powerful things you can do. And don't you love them? They're still my favorite oh, thing in life.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. to sit
0: around the dinner table we and to, discuss and, and, so and debate much. and talk <laughs> is so incredible. And it's how we're meant to learn.
1: Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, actually, when the son, um, our first son, was in, in his... I didn't call it boot camp, um basic training. And mm-hmm. so they take everything away, you know, but he mm-hmm. could write letters home and he wrote and he said the thing he missed the most was we would get coffee and sit out on the deck for hours. And he and especially he he and his dad, you know, but all of us would talk and everything yes. and he said he really missed that. So yes. that was that was confirming or affirming, I guess, of oh, what we've been doing. Yes. Yeah. So,
0: so next
1: one. Okay, after him comes another boy, and that is um he is 30? You
0: can say the name. David. Okay, the first
1: one's Philip and then David. And um, David is married and has two little girls. Mm -hmm. And he was like the most hyper kid child in the world. (laughs) We took him to Vanderbilt when he was seven, had all this testing done, all this stuff, you know, and he never, ever, ever finished one thing, you know, but obviously was pretty brilliant, actually, then when we had testing confirmed, he is pretty brilliant. And Um, God has opened doors for that boy. It's so cool. First, he wanted, of course, to support his family. He got married young. I think he was 22 or something like that. And um, to Penny Rain's daughter. Yeah, Georgia. But um, anyway, um, God opened doors for him to have a friend teach him how to program computers. And now he works from home in in one of their bedrooms and programs computers and does very well. Yes. I know. It's so fun because, you know, I was getting a lot of pressure about uh, the especially the boys going to college and stuff. And the older one did because he wanted to be a mechanical engineer. And that was where he knew he had to go through all that. You know, but but David didn't, and and it's he's doing way better than a lot of people with college degrees yes. who are working at you know yes. coffee and once stores. Again, he's
0: doing his best. Oh,
1: he is. Yes. He's so good at it. He's so good. And he's a good daddy too. Yes. Yeah. That's and then beautiful. we started. I thought, oh goodness, are we going to get to have a girl? Because actually, Philip was two when we read The Way Home by Mary oh, Pride. Yeah. And I was, like, instantly convicted, like, oh, we're praying for this good blessing of health and, you know, a good job and, you know, other provisions, and we don't want this blessing of children? Yeah. I mean, I had gone to Planned Parenthood. And we were had been married almost seven years before we had our first baby. Wow. We were poor. My husband was in seminary, and we didn't know. We didn't know the agendas and all the all the stuff we were missing out on. Yeah. So anyway, about the time he turned two, we, it took... Some some it we really and truly had to get like on our knees and say, Here yes. you know, and that was really Pivotal in our yes, whole yes. whole life. It was so pivotal. Because up
0: till that point, you hadn't planned to have any more than two. We were
1: going to have two, three years yeah. apart, like normal people. Yes, yeah. And yes. I and I I totally get why people do that because it's easier. It's you you save so much money, <laughs> a lot of things. But a lot of it is I think people just don't know. They just yes. don't know. And and women are saved through childbearing. I think it's because God knew for me. I'm not dumb, and I'm pretty capable. And he knew that I would be probably too self-sufficient for my own good. So he made sure in the end of the story here that I would not ever be able to be self-sufficient
0: at all because yes. <laughs> I'm not. So. Now I wonder if any of you have read Mary Pride's book, The Way Home and then she wrote another one all the way, all way home. the Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't even think it's in print now Probably but not. you can go yeah. to Amazon or some other place and uh, just get it. There's still loads of copies around and it's worth the read. It is. Yes. It
1: really is. I remember one of the things in her book i read stuff and then i just get the gist remembered and i forget all the details but i remember um by then you know we had friends and and cousins who were a little bit older and so they were having special birthday parties where you know you had to invite all your your friends and go to these expensive places to i mean way fancier even than a mcdonald's birthday party you know laser tag or jump zone or whatever and And she said, because that cost a whole lot of money. And she said, you know, a Betty Crocker cake mix, which I wouldn't use anymore, but it's the gist of this (laughs) here. And some streamers and pin the tail on the donkey just do fine for a party. Yes. And it's simpler and cheaper. And it was like, she just started opening my eyes that they don't have to have everything fancy. And, you know, Evangeline's like the queen of... Oh, yes. Simplicity. Oh, (laughs) oh, she is. And creativity. And look at how her children have turned out. So. Anyway, so after David, then we had our, our, our first girl, because I was kind of scared. Oh, no, we're not going to get a girl, because I really wanted a girl. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Joke's on me. So we have Anna, and Anna is about to turn 30, and she has two little girls yes. and is hoping for more. Um and she lives close by, and she's mm-hmm. taken everything that I started out to introduce her to, all my healthy cooking and handwork. Mm-hmm. And she raised sheep and spun and wove and yes. all of those things, you know, in her time. Her she's just time. a second
0: you. <laughs>
1: well, she's taken everything that I introduced her to and then really run mm-hmm. with it. Yes. So I go to her for <laughs> advice. Yes. Well, no. that's like with
0: my girls, you know. <laughs> oh, I, I, I often I, I um you know, I gave them the love of food. Yeah, yeah, and cooking and creating and, and 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 that realm. But now I go to them for ideas. I know, I know,
1: because they they well they're, they go
0: on, they go on further from yes. you, and that's what it's meant to be, yes. isn't it? It's each it, generation it is. going on more and more,
1: and it's so fun to get together sometimes and make sourdough English muffins or you know whatever yes. we we do together. So, um yes. so and then after Anna came Julie um 21 months. So I'll I'll tell the spacing just because of us saying here god, you know, first we had we helped a little bit. So Philip and David are 2 years and 9 months to the day apart <laughs> and and the Anna was due exactly 2 years after David, but she came a few days early. So basically they're 2 years apart. Then came Julie and they are actually our closest um 21 months apart and um Julie was drawing pictures from day one and singing from day one, even though she was a teeny little thing. And now she's a graphic artist and she's putting her way through college. She decided to go to college when she was like 26, 25 maybe. Um, And she's putting her way through college. She's an opera singer. I mean, she has an amazing voice. We just went to her junior recital and it's like, So, she's got a gorgeous voice. It's so cool, and she wore. Um, at, for her dress for it was the bridesmaid dress in our wedding which was in 1980 so and what? she was getting all these compliments and I was like well what? yeah it was my aunt's bridesmaid dress in my mom's wedding oh. but anyway um, so again that bent thing you yes. know of the art and the music Isn't for her is amazing yes. she's yes. doing yes. her bent and she's putting her way through school as, as did our oldest son because we don't ever have the money to do mm-hmm. it plus they appreciate it a whole lot yes. and it's hard for her so. And then, so we had two boys and two girls. The perfect family you're supposed to stop, right? And um, then we had our twins. Yes. And you remember the, Rachel yes. and Grace. Yeah. And they just turned 25 a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And Grace has Down syndrome and Rachel doesn't. So I say Grace came with a helper. And she mm-hmm. did. She adores Rachel. Yes. Um, and I cried, of course, because my picture of how the ultimate to me is to get married and have babies you know and likely that's probably not in the picture for her in the same way she's an awesome aunt you know um and so um but her sister rachel her twin sister lives with julie and has a job um and is probably getting close to uh serious relationship seems to be developing which is her goal she wants to yeah. to do that so um yeah. and she played on the piano like she bought her brother's little keyboard that he had outgrown for 25 and i was like wonder why she was like eight and it had the little lights on the keyboard that light up when it played the charlie brown song and she learned it and then little things more well She can, she's so musical and a half. It's amazing, but we couldn't afford to ever do piano lessons. And again, that's one of the reasons my parents were horrified that we were having so many kids. Children, children, (laughs) I'm sorry, Um, because then we couldn't give them all those advantages, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, again, God opened doors for Rachel. A yes. lot of it is she used just her own, I'm going to learn this and yes. do this, yes. and gifting. I mean, but she that's could. when they even
0: do better yes. than they have to do it themselves. Oh,
1: they do because they yes. really appreciate and they want it. So she could play way before she could ever read music, but God mm-hmm. opened doors for her To have lessons with the keyboardist for this musician, I think he's probably your age, Who's I think he's still singing Neil Sedaka, if you've Mm. ever heard of him, but he's toured the whole world, and he's real famous, and I'm so out of it, I wouldn't know his music if I heard it, but anyway, this guy, he's up in Franklin, and he has been his keyboardist for years and years, and so talented himself, and composes, and god put them together we met at a house concert at somebody's house and now i mean she can transpose compose i mean yeah and That's she just so got my mom's incredible. grand piano so oh. it's stuffed into their little teeny apartment but she was determined to fit it in there when my yes. mom passed away and, and so
0: even it. she yeah. is following so her she's bench. following her i just bent. love this story isn't that so
1: fun and oh. and so then um grace
0: oh just a minute oh, yeah. lovely Go young ahead. mums if you are listening do be encouraged i know that sometimes when you're homeschooling yes. and Oh, goodness, you feel like tearing your hair out and you're wondering if you're making it and are you really getting through (coughs) and are you getting any knowledge through and what's going to happen to these children? Well, be encouraged, both of us here, we've been there but now we're looking back and, you know, you look back and you see how God was in it we just have to be faithful i think yeah. faithful to teach the basics mm-hmm. faithful to teach them of god's ways and his word and, and and pray for them and give them opportunities and Pray that God will take them into their destiny, and He will. He's faithful. He created them for the specific purpose. Mm. He created them with a bent, and if we were, if we are just in prayer and faithful, God will. He will take our children into their bent. And and it's so exciting. I mean, I look, you're telling this glorious testimony, Mm -hmm. and I look at my children, and I could not have ever dreamed in a million years of the things that they are doing today. I mean, some of my children are doing things that are so out there and so beyond. uh, I mean, my brain couldn't have thought them up. But you see... God was watching over them, and God was just taking Mm -hmm. them into their bed, just Mm -hmm. as He did for your children. Mm -hmm. So, be encouraged, young mums. Even if your house is a
1: wreck, our house is always a wreck because, (laughs) well, I'm super creative and always have projects going. And then I had all of them doing their stuff. Children, Ah, we made baskets. I would read aloud. We'd do historical fiction for our history, and I would read and read and read all afternoon. And the girls would either be um, knitting, crocheting, or making baskets. Well, baskets are messy and the reeds go you know go flying across <laughs> the room and we had strung all over the room you know all these dyed reeds and everything and then of course all the wool and, and we have to run out because you know some sheep or goat had gotten out of the fence when we did all of our homesteading stuff and anyway I thought I, in our house I just couldn't stay on top of it and and we couldn't do all the good cool curricula that I had bought I, I gave away thousands of dollars worth oh. of it because it was all good I, it was just too much you know and yet here, here's the end of yes. as, so much yes. I'd feel like a failure I mean you yet could have still,
0: just mm-hmm. okay we've got to get through this curriculum and mm-hmm. you've got to do every lesson and maybe they wouldn't be doing their bent today yeah see this is the thing those curriculums are great and wonderful, and the people who have put them together, that was perfect for their family mm-hmm. a- and then they've made it available to you. and often it's a great start and, and, and but yeah. we don't have to be, okay, we've got to do it exactly like this. Right. It can get us going, get us started, but we've always got to be open. To the bent, yes. to the destiny, to what God has created our child to do, and often it's different to anything we have ever done, but it's exciting, isn't it? Oh,
1: full of adventures! Yes. <laughs> full of adventures, yes. yes. And and um and Greg and I so often will just sit there because we've never we've always struggled money wise because <laughs> part of the reason because we're feeding a lot of people, but um. We feel so rich. We yes. always, every time we're all together, we're going to get together with everybody on um, um, tomorrow. Is tomorrow? No, on Saturday. Yes. And every time we just get back in bed at night, and we're just like, we're so rich. We're so rich. And they, yes. we can take our children to heaven with us, you oh, know? Man. And all this other stuff that we work for or try mm. to clean or organize or, you know, look gorgeous. And it's nice and it makes life, you know, nice, but it's not worth it you know yeah. giving up having the good family for oh, the yeah. richness it is
0: yeah. i think you know family life it are the riches of this world and we are going to take them into glory with us as you said i was thinking mm-hmm. the other day you know when we um when we see him we are going to be like him the bible says and If we're going to be like him, I mean, we know that we're going to know one another in heaven, Mm. but if we're going to be like him who knows all things, I think we'll even know people uh, even even whom we haven't met. Mm. We'll know them and, Mm. oh, we'll have fellowship with them. Do you know fellowship? And fellowship begins in the family, doesn't it? I think this is very important. You can grow up in a family where they don't really talk and fellowship and discuss and debate. Mm. I mean and you're missing out. But fellowship begins in the home, but it reaches out into the church. Mm -hmm. Fellowship, I mean, the Bible talks so much about having fellowship Mm -hmm. with one another. Fellowship is, is very close to the heart of God. It's in the heart of God. In the triune God, there is fellowship. It begins in God. Everything that we have on earth begins with God. It begins with the heavenly. As in heaven, so in earth, the Bible says. And so I believe, uh, you know, the heavenly things of earth we'll take into heaven. And, and, um, you know, I think even the way God orchestrated everything he started with marriage and family and then his chosen race the israeli people and how back in in the bible days there in the wilderness they were all in specific places they didn't just live wherever they wanted there was a the family then the extended family and that tribe each tribe was in a certain place and had their own flag and and i think that in heaven we're still going to be in families and extended families. God's not going to just rip us away from family Mm -mm. that was so precious Mm -hmm. on earth, because it's so precious to Him. Mm. And I believe we'll take that into eternity. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. It's also comforting um, that You know, with everything being kind of all uncertain and pretty kind of creepy, you know, you can get really creeped out. But to know that in a blink of an eye, and this Mm. is all just like our training ground anyway for what's going to be forever. It is. Yeah. That is comforting. Yeah, for sure.
0: Anyway, this is so fun. You know, um, I'm just all I'm you're introducing your family. And yet, (laughs) wow, we're just about taking a session. But it's (laughs) so good. Keep going. Okay.
1: So let's see. So Grace, um, with with Down syndrome, Rachel's twin is like I call her my right-hand woman. She Mm. is truly my right-hand woman and she's my friend and we do everything together.
0: I taught Grace
1: you know those little spool knitters they've got like four or five things and this little spool thingy comes out I'm talking with my hands even though it doesn't show up on here (laughs) but um and then we moved into a nifty knitter which Mm. is a little bit bigger and they've got these all these different looms they sell them at craft stores Mm. and she learned how to make one style of scarf when she was about 12 I guess and she made a bunches of them and then people would give her yarn so she you know she made a bunch and then it kind of I thought well So I started advertising them. I take pictures of Grace with all of her scarves, and I would advertise them. Back then, I was on Facebook. I've gotten off since then. But anyway, that was one way. We would also have the little booth at the Down Syndrome Association Mm -hmm. fundraiser thing. And so Grace is just, she says that's her business. And Greg made her a little business card. And she makes scarves, and they're gorgeous. They're wow. They really are.
0: Yeah, and you so still that,
1: sell them? She's still making scarves. Mm. Yeah, but um, sometime if I can get my act together, see, I have all these ideas, but real life is like you can only do so much at a time. Mm. I still think it would be so cool to have help her to have some sort of a, a an organic bath and body products kind of a little business because her stuff comes with a story, you know.
0: Yes,
1: and um, I also too. This goes into the health side just a little yes. bit, but early yes. now on, we should
0: just introduce just as we're going through this. Okay, path, okay. Um, you know, you have always been interested, always. or you've got more interested and interested in health. Oh, yeah, and then. Recently, you have studied to become, say the exact word. I know,
1: it's a mouthful. (laughs) I just, actually, tomorrow is the graduation ceremony, online, of course. Um, And it is to be a licensed functional nutrition practitioner. And it's through the Functional Nutrition Alliance. Congratulations. Thank you. It's really cool. My bent, if you want to jump off kids or children for a minute, um, is in high school, we had this friend and she had the jars of the rice and the beans and stuff like mm-hmm. you that impressed mm-hmm. me early on. And um, I just was really drawn to that. Mama cooked I mean, it, it was tasty, but it was Betty Crocker, you know. Mm. It was that generation, and um, she introduced me, Mrs. Brewer. She introduced me to Prevention Magazine, yes,
0: which I remember that magazine. You know,
1: back then that was probably the only health <laughs> yeah. magazine. Now I'm not. I've looked at one yeah. recently in a doctor's office, and like yeah, oh, no, I don't think so. Of, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's full We're of ads. beyond for, that. Oh yes. goodness, yes.
1: But at the time, you yeah. know, and I remember Daddy took me to a health food store. Again, that was nice of him to kind of encourage my interest. And I walked in, was, of course, totally overwhelmed. I was, I was probably 15
0: or yeah. something like that. You know, just popping in there, doesn't it show you your bent is there when you're young? You know, when Serene, right from a little child, oh, I you saw. She, she was on health, I mean, It was just there, and you know, her favourite thing in the whole of the world would be to go to a health shop. Really, Mum, just drop me off at the health shop, and she would sit there and she would just read the books and Mm -hmm. read them. Mm -hmm. And and uh, she has never, ever in her life—not because I have said you must not eat that—she's never put into her mouth in her whole life. How old is she now? Forty-three or forty-four. one um, bad thing, or oh, one wow. grain of sugar.
1: Oh wow! She just oh, wow. couldn't.
0: It was just who she, she was. She knew.
1: She knew. Yes. She she knew earlier than I knew how <laughs> yes. horrible it is for you. Yeah. So anyway, my carry friends on. were reading, you know, glamour and teen magazine in high school, and I was yes. reading health magazines yes. and yes. stuff. That's and, it, I mean. and it continued, but I I didn't have that. The background that that serene did, I guess, so I've eaten probably every piece of junk that's sold in a you know in the store yeah. <laughs> and but now, um even though I've been eating you know better and better and better for mm. oh what thirty something years mm. those those early yeah. indiscretions or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say it was ignorance um still haunt me in, yes. in things that i still struggle with you know in the mm. physical side so mm. um it matters it matters what it we does. feed to our children yes yes Absolutely. even on hard days you know at yes. least make scrambled eggs instead of high fructose corn syrup yes. peanut butter and jelly <laughs> yes and
0: and these you know just those um cardboard cereals. That it, oh, yeah. I mean, that is really perhaps the most common breakfast um, mm. recipe for most families across the USA. It's mm-hmm. just get out the, you know, Dunk cereal package. Lunch. And you need to look at it. You can't even believe it. Those it, extruded grains it, it are so horrible. It's not even... It doesn't even look like the original. No. Even the Kashi brand, you know, the health food brand, yeah, it's even, still extruded,
1: yes. not properly processed it's grains. And, and
0: I yeah. always say to people, you might as well eat the cardboard. <laughs> I mean, really, uh, you're going to get as much well, out of the cardboard. They put
1: so much sugar on a lot of it, that yes, makes it, you know, yes. palatable. I but. just
0: delight in making an original, raw, not raw because I will cook it, but an yeah. original breakfast, yeah, you yeah. know. from scratch, oh, from real scratch. Oh, it's so scratch. wonderful. You know, not the beautiful can of biscuits. Med- yeah or steel cut oats mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. It's so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yes. I know. It and it it's it's I just have that that domestic little thing like like sometimes if I can I've canned a bunch of meat because we didn't have room in our freezer plus our freezers have let us down so many times I oh, know
0: that's terrible <laughs>
1: and then and when when it pings if anybody's listening who cans they'll understand that ping. Yes. it means yes. it's sealed, sealed right I love it and then and usually I'm exhausted you know and but I look at all those yes. jars those gorgeous jars that I you know are out yes. on the counter still and it's just the most satisfying mm. feeling or yes. you make a beautiful meal or whatever. It's yes. just so, it's mm. that domestic thing, I, I guess, know. but I love yes. it. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So let's see, Grace. Oh, yeah. This is why we got off onto yes. health is yes. I heard mm. that people with Down syndrome, if you can help them to be healthy and stay trim um, for the, before, Adolescence and let them go into adolescence being that way, that they've got a great chance to continue that way because people with Downs a lot of times tend to put on, they have thyroid issues. Mm. And, but a lot of it, I think a lot of times parents, they kind of feel sorry for them a little bit, maybe, and let them indulge Mm. in stuff that's really awful for them,
0: you know? And
1: so, and a lot of them, they do have a a health disadvantage, Mm. but they are little. Centers just like the rest of us, yes, and um, so they need to be trained mm. and treated just like it. And the, here's the other thing I had all these therapies, the therapy people came to our house, yes. so we had six children, nine and under, with Down syndrome. Um, and we'd been oh, you mean, doing you some you didn't have six back you had, then, you
0: back had then. one with d- Down syndrome so, at that stage,
1: right? And then the twins, yes, and so the, the we had like four therapists a week come to the oh. house. I was so brace. mortified, yeah, because yeah. our house was, of course, was I was, like, just doing good to get anything out. We ate cereal then, yeah. and I got strep throat all the time, and I wound up depressed. My hormones got all messed up, and, and so they put me on antidepressants. It was nutritional and, and situational. It was very yeah. exhausting, but I think if I'd had the nutrition, it would have yes. supported. Yes, But anyway, so um, we did get her through there in, the, in, in a more healthy way. Did you find helped? Uh, no. So they would come. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. They would come and they would say, oh, you've done such a great job. No, I didn't do anything that they told me because I just couldn't practice. But the brothers and the sisters would put her in a blanket and roll her around and stuff yes. things in her face. And I tell all the people who now yes. I talk to you have a child with Downs, you know, especially new mommies who are feeling all worried like I yes. was. You know, the best gift that you can give to your child with Downs is siblings and letting them play rough with them and yes. all of that kind of stuff because it's so yes. Stimulating to them and muscle strengthening. So that ended up being the best therapy of all. So um, anyway, I I know we need to move on. So from her, um, then we had Lily. And Lily was born with dislocated hips. So her first year she spent in a cast with her legs spread apart like a Mm -hmm. frog. Mm -hmm. And that was horrible. And then she had heart issues and had to have surgery when she was seven. She does not have Down syndrome, but she is on the autism spectrum, and Mm -hmm. she's definitely been and still is our most challenging child. Mm -hmm. Um, Underneath the hard behaviors is the super sweet, very gifted. She started writing poetry. She can draw, but um, she's she's why God knew I needed icing on the cake to stay on my knees. I will say that. yeah and and we are still praying to know you know how Mm -hmm. it's all gonna come come -hmm. because we are getting older and she and grace probably live with us you know so that's a a continued prayer to know and i and the bible says he'll give us wisdom and so far it seems like it's working out so hopefully Mm -hmm. he will you know in, in in towards that so that's that's where we're at with lily um and then um, our last one, I was 42,
0: yeah.
1: and I remember I was pretty pregnant, and I, we came to an Above Rubies retreat with yeah. him, with, when I was pregnant. And at that point, you know, oh, well, I was. And then we went to another one after he was born. So anyway, when I was going to have him at home, I had get, gotten off on the whole all-raw jag And thought I was feeding my baby well, you know, as it was growing, um, eating a sweet potato and salad. And I wasn't getting the protein and the Mm -hmm. healthy fats that I needed. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I was still addicted to sugar. I had never kicked that. Yes. I, know, I know it's really terrible and it, it, it's sad actually but and also our very first child was a c-section all the others had been v backs including the twins Yeah, and even the second twin came out breech by the way but yes, um, when I
0: had my twins, second was breech yeah it's, it's usually
1: one well breech. that's kind of nice because yes. if the first one can pave yes. the way it's yes. that was I hate it when people have c- children and the twins and the first one comes out and then they have to have a c-section it's yes. so sad but anyway, um,
0: oh gosh, where was I? Um, oh, you were just talking okay. about number eight.
1: Yes. Yes. So my, it, it, we we're doing a home birth, and we had, you know, of course, gotten more. We did number four was a home, our first home birth, and then the twins were number five and six. But we thought that they were an, uh, uh, just number five until three weeks before they were born, full term, and so we quickly switched and went to the midwife's backup doctor. Mm. And so then number seven was home birth. And then number eight was to be home birth. And I had gotten to 10 and pushed for like two hours. And the others, I mean, by then they were just popping out, you know, and it was like God told me, it feels like I heard a voice. I don't think I probably really did, but I was just at total peace because I'd vowed I would never get another C-section And he said, you need to go to the hospital after, like, two hours, you know. And then later, Greg and the midwife came over, and they pretty much confirmed we need to go. Of course, it's the middle of the night. We live 30 minutes from the little dinky town, and so we obliterate a possum as I'm, like, panting, trying not to. Because I'd already been at 10 and pushing for two hours, you know. and. We get to the hospital, of course, in the nighttime, the only OB's uh, gone home for the night. So to wake him up, and the nurses are like, you can push push this baby out? And the midwife's going, no, something's not right. I've delivered a bunch of her babies now. And anyway, long story short, my uterus ruptured. Um, And it would have happened had I been at a hospital, too. It's just an awful thing and I didn't know you know I thought I was just going to get a c-section when they clapped that oxygen over my mouth finally after the doctor got there and when I woke up there's a nurse in my face don't you ever get pregnant again Aww. and they had been able to stop the bleeding without taking my uterus sometimes they have to do that in that yeah. situation but there was it it's it, it it totally wiped me down for a year I was so anemic and then, um, and week, but anyway, it was a boy, it was yeah. Andrew, yes. which God knew we were going to need a boy on the end for his muscles. He's so <laughs> awesome. And he helps us chop wood and do all these cool things. Yes. But what's
0: he doing today?
1: He works at Chick-fil-A yes. and he is very, very, everybody loves him. He's super friendly and, and. Um, everybody loves him so that's what he's doing at the moment he's 19 but he had a little oxygen deprivation so he has a lot of learning challenges so um, we're we're getting there um, with him I think he's going to be really good if as long as the solid people mentor him he's a he's a good good kid
0: wow well we have come to the end of this session and we just introduced your family but I believe (laughs) it just God was directing us and it was just beautiful how we could just see how God has just, you know, that your children have been uh, just gone in the bent that God has for them. And you've mentioned as we went along that, you know, you've had very, very challenging times, hasn't always been easy. But as you look back now, what would you say, Nancy? Oh, we'd do
1: it all over again. Yeah.
0: We would, yes. we would,
1: yes. Every
0: one of those children mm-hmm. are your riches, aren't they? For sure. Oh, yeah, man. we really do. We feel rich. Yes, mm-hmm. amen. Well, um, we're going to have to do another session together and get <laughs> on to some other things that we want to talk about now that they all know about your family. <laughs> so uh, we'll close this session, ladies, and uh, we're going to do another session with Nancy. Father, we thank you uh, that you are a family God. You are the one who designed family. We thank you that your hand is upon each one of our children, that, Lord God, we thank you we can put them into your uh, care. And, Lord, know that you love them even more than we love them. And uh, we thank you. Father, we pray for every mother listening today, older mothers, middling mothers and young mothers, encourage them father, Oh God, just fill them with the joy, your joy. Let them just, oh God, receive that that joy of knowing they're in your perfect will. and Lord, that they are preparing children for the destiny that you plan for them, and preparing them for eternity. We thank you, Father, that you have written a book about each one of our children, even before they were born. Mm -hmm. And so we just praise you today. And thank you, Lord, that we can just talk about family together. In the name of Jesus, Mm. amen. Amen.